Crunchy face, violate then find out how your lungy taste. Got money to bungee, you don't want this hate. So I can throw it down and watch it come back up. You the fool, but you don't really want this place. Nah, slow down, Diddy, you killing them. Pictures on Billboard, none of them bitches is feeling them. You still blowing up like you helium. Cars like spaceships, niggas thought it was aliens. All them niggas that push farmers Little homies shoot with the left like James Harden Excuse me money, never to beg pardon Jacuzzi and a Sprinter models to take part in Tell me where the money is at and I'm departing What's good everybody, this is Sean I am here to give you my top 10 list And my top 10 list is uh, the 2015 top 10 list of things that made me happy in 2015 It's a mix of things um, Let's start with uh, books I want to talk about a graphic novel series by a gentleman by the name of Keen Sue. He is an artist, writer, creator. He is known uh, for a series called Jellaby, but he came out with a new series, an all-ages series called March Grand Prix, um, and it is fantastic. I read the free comic book day uh, version of March Grand Prix earlier this year. got me so hyped that I had tweeted at Keen Sue, and I told him, this book is life, and the book hadn't even completely dropped yet. Just from the preview, I was like, this book is life. But um, the story about March Grand Prix is this. Uh, March Hare wants to be the fastest and furious race car driver around. In this high-speed adventure, he enters his first professional race at Harewood Speedway and comes up against the defending world champion, Laika the Fox, whose skills are unmatched. March finds help and inspiration in the unlikeliest of places, his own family. With pedal-to-the-metal illustrations and full-throttle action, Keen Sue's March Grand Prix is a sure-to-be winner. It's uh, broken down into three, uh, three, three graphic novels, The Race at Harewood, The Baker's Run, and The Great Desert Rally. But you can also just purchase the collection that has all three books together, and it's just called The Fast and the, and the, Furry, and the Furriest. Um, but Keen Sue's artwork is a delight. Um, it's also kind of like, um, there's this really cool part in the first book where before March is about to go into like his first, like, uh, his first test, um, as far as like the racetrack, you know, trying to get his times down and whatnot, his, uh, pit crew like breaks down the track and it's this double page spread of the track and it shows all the rough turns and like the trouble spots in the track, all this really cool stuff. So it's kind of like a video game, like old school, like video game or whatnot. But, um, I find the artwork to be great. I find the colors to be crisp and sharp and the storytelling is great. Plus, like I said, it talks about family and it kind of reminds me like fast and the furious and the furious in in a sense. And I think that was one of the things that that just like drug me over to the book. Um, and I really like Keen Sue's designs. I really do. I I think, I think this is a great all ages series. Honestly, it's one of the best, it's one of the best comics in 2015. Uh, to me, comics had like a bunch of depression shit this year that was just not really that hot. But this was hot. So um, props to King Sue and props to Grand, Grand, March Grand Prix. You can, get, you can get it two ways on Amazon, a couple other places too. It's definitely worth your time, so uh, peep that. I want to talk about some music now on my top ten list. Um, I want to talk about uh, Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment, the Surf album. Uh, Donnie Trumpet is um, a dude by the name of uh, Nico, uh, Nico Segal, and he put together this band 
along with uh, Chance the Rapper, Greg Lanfear Jr., Peter Cottontail, and Nate Fox. And it's just like this mix of dance, soul, jazz fusion, hip-hop, and it's dope. It's straight up. It's, it was one of my, it's definitely one of my favorite listens, the favorite listens of 2015. It started out as like an iTunes free exclusive download back in May. Um, it's 16 tracks deep. Um, it's just like I said, it's a, it's a solid listen. It's got a ton of guest appearances. As a matter of fact, like on track two, there's a song called Slip Slide. And it features like B.O.B., B.J. the Chicago Kid, Busta Rhymes, Janelle Monet, and Eddie Solomon. But when you hear Busta Rhymes, it's going to get you hyped because it just makes you feel like Busta Bus is back. That's how it makes you feel. Um, J. Cole is on a song called Warm Enough with No Name Gypsy. Um, track 14, one of my favorite tracks, is called Rememory with Erica Badu and A.D. Solomon. Um, it's it's wonderful album, straight up wonderful album. Um, it's, it's, I'm sure it's on Apple Music right now. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, Surf um, by Donny Trumpet and the Social Experiment. Uh, another album that we got to talk about. We got I got to talk about um, how Elisa Cara brought me so much joy music wise by dropping the song here, um, a song for everyone who secretly hates parties. <laughs> um, you know, from a teenage perspective, like, you know, as well, it just reminded me when I was a teen and I was awkward and I just like, I could never find the right vibe at a party until I got way older. And, but like, there's just something in that song here that just really, really, um, that really gets me and it's dope. It's just great. I might say the word dope a lot, but that's all right. Um, but she has an album. She had a, an EP called Four Pink Walls. She had been, but the full album is called Know It All. It just dropped a couple weeks ago. Her voice is just amazing. Straight up. Makes me so happy. So, so happy. Um, she's someone who started like uh, her, her, her career uh, by singing acoustic, acoustic covers on YouTube. So if you get a chance, take a listen to Know It All. It, once again, it's one of my favorite albums of this year and just came out. So like, you know, I know it's like, how's that possible? No, man, her voice is worth it straight up. Like even some of the songs on the EP four pink walls in the album, know it all are kind of overproduced, but her voice carries the song. And, and it just makes it a joyful listen. Um, now the other two records I want to talk about, actually I got three more records. Um, one is an album that I feel more people should have talked about and more people should have listened to and paid attention to, Snoop Dogg's Bush record. Great mix of soul, hip-hop, and R&B. Uh, Snoop Dogg singing on tracks, rhyming on tracks, collaborating with you know Uncle Charlie, Charlie Wilson. Uh, California Roll really should have been the cruise song of the summer, but um, Real Talk, Jadena's classic man, uh, just really put, put shit on lockdown for the summer, period. That was the song of the summer, in my opinion. It was either that or uh, Flex by Rich Homie Quan. Um, one of the two. I don't know. Some people are like, man, should I listen to Rich Homie Quan? Yo, Flex is the shit. Don't front on it. Anyway, um, but um, Snoop Dogg's Bush is a really great record. I thought California Roll was just such a smooth song. Like, how you going to get Snoop and Stevie Wonder on a joint with Pharrell and Stevie also playing that harmonica? And you know when you hear that Stevie harmonica, that shit make you happy. Um, but like, plus there's a song like, uh, you know, um, that prose song is dope, man, 10 tracks, 10 tracks, no filler. And how many like hip hop or like music fusion records do you know nowadays that have albums with no filler? Go listen to Bush by Snoop Dogg. 
And um, also, we can't have a top 10 list if we don't have Compton by Dr. Dre, the final Dr. Dre album ever. So well produced, every time you hear it, you hear something different. I know some people, like, you know, including myself, like, you know, some of, some of the lyrics on the album, eh. But, 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 the production is so nice, you cannot disrespect this record. And you can't disregard it either. Like, you get some of the best Snoop of all time on this album. You get probably game, the game's best lyrics in I don't know how many years on this album. You get a song that is that is produced by Dr. Dre and DJ Premier. And it sounds like a Dre track. Yet it sounds like a premiere track, which blows my fucking mind. It's just a great record. Plus, plus, you know, this is the first time I ever heard Anderson Pac before. And Anderson Pac, he's on a song, which that song, which is produced by Dr. Dre and DJ Premier called Animals. And it is a brilliant, it's brilliant social commentary. Brilliant. Listen to Compton by Dr. Dre if you have not. We did an episode on the Black Box. That's my podcast. The Black Box. Me, Julian, Taylor Pinders, and Tribe One. We did an we did an episode where we reviewed that album and we get in depth with it. Compton's a great record. My last piece of music on my top ten list would be a, just a single. It's a song. Just so actually somebody mashed it up and put it together. Mashup slash blend that combines Camp Lowe's lyrics to Lucini. This is it. And the music, the instrumental music of Bobby Schmurter's Hot Nigga. Put it together, you get This Is Hot. And I'm gonna tell you something. That shit fucking bangs. It's the banger. Flat out. Like, you could put that on radio right now and that shit would be fire. And it is available on SoundCloud. Just look up This Is Hot. I got to I gotta give props to Julian for like getting me hip to that because I didn't even know that this was a thing. It's it's the banger. Go listen to it on SoundCloud. This Is Hot. Camp Low, Bobby Shmurda. Uh, let's see. And that is all my music. Got a couple more things and we can bounce. You know I got to talk about Furious 7, my Black Avengers. Black Avengers bring me joy. Furious 7 was the best comic book movie of 2015. I know what you're saying. That's not a comic book. They do more comic book shit than most of the comic book movies that come out. Plus, The Rock fought... <laughs> the Rock fought the Transporter. The Rock fought the Transporter. The Rock fought the Transporter. How, about, how, about, how, how can you not like that? How can you not like that? Anyway, fun movie... Great, you know, great care, great cast of characters. Like says, Black Avengers is like the multi-ethnic Justice League of cars um, against the bad guys. Plus, Kurt Russell, the re- the return of Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is more Nick Fury than Nick Fury is Nick Fury. It was dope. Anyway, Furious Seven, piece to Paul Walker. They did give him a nice send off at the end of the film. So, um, Furious Seven. Now, there's also a documentary that I checked out. It just came out not too long ago called Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. It is awesome. Um, Canon Films, they were the people that gave us the debut of Jean-Claude Van Damme. They gave us all them crazy Chuck Norris films in the 80s. They gave us um, oh the uh, Death Wish movies, uh, Charles Bronson. They gave us Superman IV, The Quest for Peace. That, that was not a Warner Brothers film. That was released through Canon. Um, they gave us uh, Sylvester Stallone's Cobra and Over the Top gave us Alan Quartermain Masters of the Universe so much more and it's the history of how this studio was run by these two dudes uh, I think their names uh, Yoram Globus and Menahem Golan 
And they was just basically, yo, man, Hollywood, we coming through. And they just like knocked, just like kicked down the doors of Hollywood and did shit their way. And, and just explains the rise and fall of canon. And how they were the renegades of Hollywood. The DVD is cool. I enjoyed the documentary. It also has like, uh, I think like 25 minutes of bonus features and like 30 minutes of trailers. And also, it was a studio that gave me Ninja 3 to, Ninja 3 to Domination. So, how can I not watch this documentary? Um, so, there's that. Uh, last two things. For those who um, are wine connoisseurs or enjoy a glass of wine or, or splitting a bottle with their significant other. Um, if you're out in a nice restaurant or a fancy restaurant or... Like um, something that's just like above the grade of Olive Garden. Um, get you a bottle of Frisk Riesling. Uh, Frisk Riesling is not too sweet. It is very crisp. It goes down very smooth. Um, it is, it's, it's an incredible wine. I just started drinking wine this year. I was introduced to the world of wine this year uh, via some friends. And um, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty great. So um, if you want to, like Kanye used to say, uh, beasting on the Riesling, uh, get yourself uh, some Frisk Riesling. Uh, depending on where you're at, a bottle a bottle will cost you anywhere between uh, you know twenty something to thirty something bucks. Uh, you might be able to get a glass for like you know, unless it's happy hour. You might be able to get a glass for like you know seven eight dollars. And finally, the last thing on my top ten list of 2015 is a podcast hosted by W. Kamau Bell and Kevin Avery, and it's called and it is called Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time. Period. That's really all you need to know because it is kind of true. <laughs> um, but uh, W. Kamau Bell and Kevin Avery, they go through Denzel Washington's uh, complete filmography. They also uh, talk with uh, people who, who you know, starred in movies with Denzel Washington. And they also have interviews. They also interview and talk with um, Ava DuVernay, Spike Lee. Uh, they also, like, interview and talk with... Um, Let's see, Corey Glover and Vernon Reed of In Living Color, uh, Omar Dorsey, a bunch of people. It is a funny podcast. I enjoy it. I've, you know, I learned about movies that I didn't even know Denzel was in. Fun time. Great listen. And it gets me through my day sometimes. So um, Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. It's part of like the Wolf Pop. It's a Wolf Pop production, and right now, all those episodes are available for free. They're not behind a paywall, so if you can go, go get them now. Go get them now, listen to them, and enjoy them. It's worth your time. And that's my top 10 list for this year, and I hope y'all dig it. I hope y'all have a wonderful uh, rest of 2015 and an even better 2016. Peace. I know we just signed a deal, but... I need my advance on the next one too. They know I'm gonna be around. Yeah. I need it. Metro booming want some more. Cause I got a really big team and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team. I got a really big team. They need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better be coming with no strings. We need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I got a really big team, man. What a time to be alive. You and yours versus me and mine. Are we talking teams? Are we talking teams? Are you switching sides? Wanna come with me? Look at the smile on me. Look at the aisle on me. I do not chase girls, but they run a mile for me. Say she gon' ride for me. 
ties for you. This game is different. You only get one shot when niggas go file on you. Man, fuck them all. Man, we want it all. Don't get too involved. Hope we gon' knock it all. Oh, come on, man. Don't, In the top don't, don't, don't put my red skins off I'm like that. Come on. You know I can't fuck it's with It's a new season. You know I can't fuck with and we still with the, with the the name, and can't fuck with the name. I don't fuck. I damn sure don't fuck with the owner. I want to fucking tackle him in real life. I, well, I mean, the, the bottom line. Oh, this is. I guess this is this is a weird transition, but I guess it's a pretty good unexpected one. But um, yeah, I guess that kind of popped off this year too, which is really odd because you and I are both from this area, right? Yeah. We grew up with the Redskins. I would say the seventies and the eighties into the early nineties. This town with. Or the whole, I guess, DMV area was synonymous with the Redskins. I mean, it was the beloved franchise. And to be honest, like growing up, I didn't. I mean, did you ever? I, I mean, I know that I think there was problems with the nickname. In fact, I didn't even know there was real beef until I think we got to the Super Bowl against the Buffalo Bills. So I think that was what, 90, 91? Yeah, I think so. Where they were like pro, where you know, the Native American, Native Americans were protesting outside the Super Bowl. I was, to be quite honest, I was too young to pay attention. Um, and then I was like, oh, what's that all about? Because that's wasn't something that people even talked about. Like, my family watched the Redskins; they supported the Redskins, and I didn't even think about. I think at that point, I didn't even know Redskins was like a fucked up ass racist term for like Native Americans like about but hell it was the 90s we still called them Indians yeah like, I just that, that was a thing and I, I guess this is you know a lot of people will say probably because I'm white that I probably live in this bubble of not you know being naive about a lot of things in life but you know my family just kind of raised me not to really you know pay attention to a lot of you know, racial overtones like that. But that was just, for me, it was just kind of peaked my eyebrow a little bit. And, you know, now that we're older, it just seems like that's, that whole thing is kind of bubbled to the surface now. Yeah. And it just kind of, you know, I get your, I, I get, they should definitely change it. I think it's interesting where you have this mix of people that want to hold on to that though. Cause like for them, that's, it holds on. It means a lot of like that old tradition of winning Super Bowls and what that team meant to the city. And they, I feel like they probably feel like if you take that away, they're going to have no, nothing to identify with. It's kind of like when, um, and I think you're, you're going to know this comparison instantly also being, you know, like I said, from the DMV is when, um, Poland, was it, um, Oh, a Poland, a Poland turned the bullets to the wizards. Yeah. And everybody loved the bullets. That's a dope ass name. If he, too many and, people was dying. Too many people just shot. We're like wizards. Yeah, I still think that. Like, I don't, I just can't even, I can't even identify with that. Like, what is that? As you see, when I tell you when I go to a game, like, man, I just was at the Bullets game last night. Because I just, like, I was like, you know what? They winning now. Yeah, because you don't identify with that. And it's not, and even, it's, it's not I'm trying not trying to, to argue that we should identify with a racial term, but I'm just trying to paint what D.C. Native people that have lived their entire lives and would take a lot of pride in that franchise that yeah. – they're afraid of losing that association, they can, which they I can make it easily change. You know, you just yeah. change it to a name that's you know, 
you can associate with the franchise, whether that be, you know, the Warriors or the Warpath, and you keep all the branding, the burgundy and gold. Man, I heard somebody brought up they should change it to the Red Tails because this was a black city. And you have, and the Red Tails were the black pilots in World War Two. It was like, a, you get to keep your colors. And I would, I'd be cool with that as long as they don't change like the branding, as in like the burgundy and gold. Yeah, you can even keep you the know? head on it. You just change it from a, a a weird drawing of a Native American to like a black dude with like a old aviator hat. But hey, like we'll see. But in a, in a lot of ways, I stopped fucking with football, man. I just thought it just became too problem, too much of a problem for me, like, morally. I'm like, y'all don't care about y'all players. Y'all let them die for these crazy diseases. I don't think y'all teaching the correct things to, like, to like young boys. And so you're talking more about, like, the, the Will Smith joint that just came out. Oh, but yeah, I, cause, but I've been, I've been researching that for, like, the past, like, three or four years. So it's just like, and then, like, I don't fuck with NCAA because I see that shit like slavery. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, like I just can't fuck with football no more. Like, I don't. Like, you know what? I violent. read a good article today. Um, I think it was, I want to say it was on the website for the win. Okay. So if you, if you guys want to look that, at, listeners, if you want to look that up, it's called for the win. And um, the article is uh, called Seven Year NFL veteran Dominique Foxworth saw concussion and it made him question everything. And take a take a, a couple minutes to to dig that up. I don't know if you want to put it in the liner notes, but um, it's really it's a really interesting piece because Dominique Foxworth, who actually went to the University of of Maryland, um, played football, and then he had years where he was. I want to see he was on the Colts. And I don't know if he was on the Patriots or not. He only played, I think, seven years in the in the NFL. But he wrote a really interesting piece about him going and watching concussion and how how it made him feel. And um, you know, he gets really introspect introspective about it. And I think you should definitely check that out. Yeah, I'll give that a read. It just got to a point where it's just like people care so much about some shit. It's like not even helping them like in their daily life, like. And it is it's like, yo, you just teach it you teach a kid violence for no reason. It's like they're teaching people the wrong reasons to win. It's like they got to a point where, where football became such a business and, and so many people was eating off of it that even some of like the old ideas like when we grew up watching football ain't even there no more. Like you teaching kids just to like win, do these things, not care. For some reason they're making all these billions of dollars and they can't make better helmets, which makes no sense because it's like I got better, like they make better tennis shoes for basketball players like every six months, or they mm-hmm. make better shoes for like, like Nike come out with new better shoes for like long distance runners, sprinters. They got crazy, they had those crazy suits in like the the, the um, Beijing Olympics for our swim team that was so dope it like cut off time. And it was almost like that shit was cheating, so they didn't even wear that shit the next Olympics in London, and like. But you mean you can't make better helmets? Like, you can't, make, like, y'all ain't got all these billions to make, like, some super dope helmets? And then, like, and then, like, if you get to the point where they're getting fucked up from playing pro football, how about all those guys who've been playing from, like, college and, like, from high school? Yeah. So it's just like, they're not Well, college is pro. facing a big thing, too, because, I mean, they basically have players that are not getting paid. Yo. To I make a lot of money for other people. So, yo, that's, that's messed up all. 
I call that shit slavery. I don't fuck with NCAA. I don't fuck with basketball. Like, I get it to a certain degree. It's like the big sports help pay for the little sports. But then, yo, when I was in college, I had a work-study job. They paid me. Mm-hmm. And I still had my, my freaking financial aid, my grants, and my scholarships. And I still got a check. So yeah. It's just a, the archaic, you know, system that they're it's, it's fucked up. working off of. They, they, they never let me get in the government because that'd be my shit. I'll fuck the NCAA up. I'll fuck that shit up. I'll laugh about it. I have fun. I was like, yo, first of all, I have a problem with college right now as it is. They making all the people come out of school with debt, and they, they don't mean they're gonna get a job or nothing. So it's just like y'all whole system is fucked up. So I have no problem blowing y'all the fuck up mm-hmm. as a as an institution and how y'all shit work. So mm-hmm. so it's weird. Like the, I know people are excited like. Washington squad made the playoffs. They beat Dallas, I think, twice or some shit. And then like, so yeah, good, like good for them. Like you know, well, I don't I see how far they're gonna I love go. Washington Football Club. Like I don't know how far they're gonna the go. The racist Redskins, but <laughs> they're, they're they're my team. I believe Burgundy and Gold. I, I watch so the Super Bowl. We'll see who, whoever in the Super Bowl. I watch it because you know that's basically a national holiday now. It's it's so, fantastic. great commercials, good music. You know, we gonna get some trailers for some movies, and you know, it's all good. Like, I'm gonna eat some chicken wings. <laughs> if I believe in love, and you believe in love, then we could be in love somehow. If you want the best for us, like I want the best for us, then we gotta let her trust right now. Go to waste, put her all in it. Don't wanna be left with the question why. Let's be honest with ourselves. Do we really come this far just to watch it go down the drain? Yeah. Sometimes our heart can see what's invisible to the eye. All you gotta do is listen to your deepest feelings. They don't ever lie. So you want to talk about some TV right now since you brought up that night? Nice- some TV. I think that'll be a good good transition. Yeah, man. You know, actually, the first thing I want to bring up with TV, and, you know, we can spend a, a minute on movies, but to be honest, I really didn't see many movies in 2015. And I think this brings up this conversation I wanted to have with you about kind of where movies are going and where TV is going. Because I'll tell you what, man, I've watched way more TV in the past three years than I've watched movies. Yeah, there's so much fire TV. And it's just, it's kind of crazy the way things have gone with, you know, now you got your Netflix, you got your Hulu, you got your Amazon. You got so many ways to consume, you know, good television. And they're coming out with, you know, really great, series like daredevil and uh you know i could you could list a million of them but you know and they they put them all out yeah you know master none just came out recently and it was fire they put they put them all out and you can just sit there and hit them back to back to back to back to back and you're getting great content with more character development they put budgets you know pretty healthy budgets into these productions so you're not getting the crap that you used to grow up on yeah and you know i just feel like we're and i think you, you can find a lot of evidence around the internet what do people say with people saying but we're really in a 
a golden era of television. I think it's going to get better because it's like we were already living pretty well, but it's like it's even shifting again because, yeah, with the shows that Netflix are doing and Hulu's doing now, like Amazon's doing shows. Amazon got shows I haven't even watched it, and they're getting Golden Globe and like Emmy nominations. Like I haven't even watched one single frame of Transparent. Yeah, that joint already getting mad nominations, and it's like I well, I clearly I gotta watch this. Mm-hmm. Like I want to watch Man in the High Castle. I want to yeah, watch. Yeah, just everybody has a queue, man, of like stuff just waiting in the wing that you want to knock out. And, and like if you have all the services, like I have all the services. Like I didn't buy Amazon Prime for that, but hell, it's part of it. So shoot, I'm gonna eventually I'm gonna get to watching these shows. But Netflix, it's like I can't even keep track of all the stuff popping on Netflix. Like like Narcos alone. Is like a stand out of the year, but they come out with mad shows. Like yeah, oh man, Narcos. I need to I need to watch that one. Oh, I saw that was on your uh, fam your list. Fam, like drug war shit, like on on some gangster movie stuff. Yeah, I need to see that. Yeah, ain't nothing really touching it. Like Narcos is like, well, and and there you go. Like all, it's always sunny in Philly. Their last season just came out on Netflix just today. I think. Oh, so I'm like, oh snap! I got like another. 13, 15 episodes I can run up, you know, run through real quick here in this weekend. See? So there's always like something coming out that it's like, why do I need to go, first of all, to the theater? I never go to the theater. The only time I go to the theater is if I'm looking for something to do with Rowan, you know, and I end up going to like some Pixar movie or something. Yeah. I end up spending, you know, for, we went to Star Wars, end up spending. You what twenty three bucks on tickets for all of us, and that's then you it? spent. Well, I mean that's just. For, I don't know if that was two people, three yeah. people. I mean, it might have been pretty the, good. Then like, it might have been in the thirties. I don't know. I, it cost me eighteen dollars just to go myself. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like you, like like yeah, like as, especially you, like as a family man. Like it makes more sense for you to watch like in the TV. You get you got. You can get all the stuff you can get from, like, drama movies, like, at home, and it's better. Like, there's not a movie that compares to Narcos. To be quite honest, the way you, everyone talks and talked about Daredevil, you're not going to get that in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, well, in, in here, I get you're right. I was talking out my ass. I pulled out my receipt. I paid $35.20 for three people. See? Just, to, just to get in the door. It's not even talking about snacks enough. And then... I'm not taking my daughter or my wife to see a movie and not get them get a big old popcorn and some soda, you know. That's another thirty dollars, right? There. So yeah, so I'm already sixty five deep into this experience, and you know I'm not just I'm just not going to do that multiple times throughout the year. I'll do it for Star Star Wars was a big one. I'm like I'm going to do Star Wars. I can do that. You know, we may do another, like I said, Pixar animated movie sometime in the future. Yeah, Zootopia comes out. The yeah, I'll, I'll be $40. If I go to a, a matinee, I'll probably be $40, $50 deep. Yeah. But that's a that's an expensive thing just to go see a an hour and 45-minute movie. But now they're trying to make them, like, Star Wars seemed like it was five hours long. Two and a half hours, though. I mean, so, it's yeah. like, oh, come on. Can we have an intermission or something? Age of Ultron was I'm two getting, and a half I'm hours, I'm getting old, too. man. I can't sit through a whole movie like this with my my large soda. 
Oh yeah, that's why I don't be drinking soda when I'm in the movies no more. I go to a lot more movies than you do, so my body's trained to like we ain't moving for two hours. <laughs> my body's trained like yo, we ain't going nowhere for two hours. Yo, you know you go to like at least forty movies a year. You know you, your your body's like we know where it is, but we in the theater seat. We ain't going to, like we ain't going to the bathroom unless the movies suck. Yeah. Huh? Well, and that's another thing is the movies also come out so quickly now and on demand yeah you just wait like six weeks it's like I, I can just sit in the comfort of my home and just wait for this movie to come out because I know it's not that good shoot I just watched Ant-Man the other day for the first time I heard people like that I mean it was a good movie but I would have been pissed if I paid 60 bucks to see that damn damn like damn. this is this is a good five dollar rental right now mm. I'm cool with this. I can pause it, take my bathroom break. You know. You see that joint's a five dollar movie. That joint's a that joint is a nineteen ninety five matinee movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, it was good, but it's not worth the hassle nowadays. TV's just too good. We got it too good. Yeah, and like, like we got things like the Flash coming on every Tuesday. Oh, the Flash! Now let me tell you something. We have a ritual in our house now with the, all these CW shows. And also, I can we'll throw Supergirl in there because yeah. Rowan, Rowan right now is into the superhero stuff. Super Supergirl was mad dope this week too. Like. Yeah, so we have our <laughs> fri- we have our Friday night ritual. So we I record Flash. Um, she only wa- I don't, I won't let let her watch Arrow unless it's, a bit it's too violent. Yeah, unless a yeah, because it's too violent. It's just too too old for her. But yeah. if it's a Flash crossover, I'll let her watch that because they usually tone that down for yeah them. yeah because Flash is in there usually it seems like when I watch the episodes like this ain't the, the arrow people talking about like, yeah, like, yeah they tone they tone it down with the crossover because they want to they want to capture all the audiences but so we'll record Flash during the week we'll record Supergirl um and then at the end of the week our Friday night you know because she's we're going into the weekend she can stay up we'll sit there and we'll we'll run through those and she really likes it um that's but, good. Yeah, stuff. Flash is a Flash is a solid show. Yo, man, that's my. I was like, I ain't believe the hype, yo. I wasn't believing y'all. You know, I was talking <laughs> about it in the chat. I was like, man, fuck superhero TV shows. And I I made that jump when I had nothing to watch in the early part of the summer, and I just like, yo, this show is the Flash. Like he's smiling. They got the robes. It's like it's everything that it, it's basically like I like it's everything that I could kind of want from a live action Flash TV show. Like. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of wish this was the show we got when I was when we were like kids when they yeah, had the first Flash show. I remember when that po- that came out, man. My dad was so right. like my dad was a DC guy growing up, so he was all about it. And that had come out just after, um, I think the year after it was either the year or the after the summer of um, when yeah. Batman, the first Batman popped off. Yeah, it was like the next year. And they're okay. like, oh snap! They made a Flash suit. Just like the Tim Burton Batman, Batman suit. Had the muscles and shit. That's just actually the suit still rocks. I still rocks with the suit. It's just like the show. And remember the the premiere was like it was like a, a movie. It was like an hour and a half or so yeah. or two hours. Because they had commercials, so it'd be that two was, hours. That was good TV, man. Yeah, man. But they was just kind of like upgraded, and then like they still reference that show because you know they got the old Flash is this Barry's dad, and they got the trickster from that show. Yeah, it's I like, loved how they worked the trickster in. I'm like, oh shit, they could probably have it like. I still think Zoom is like an Austin Rally version of his dad. So essentially, he's you know what? Fighting. I was thinking that was would be the case also because he kind of disappeared. So that'll be interesting to see 
that'll mess him up in the head too when he yeah. sees that. And Zoom is big and muscly, just like yep. ninety Flash was. I'm like, oh man, how much of a sorry. how much of a awesome reveal would that yo, be? If that shit happens, yo. People gonna fall out in their chair and be like, Mr. like Elizabeth, I'm coming to see you. They be like, I gotta think it's either his biological dad or his other dad. What's his name? Joe West. Joe, yes. Like Earth to Joe West, if right? If it's either so, one of those yeah. two, I think he's gonna lose it, man. Yeah, maybe the alternate. It's gonna be like the alternate Earth version, so it'll be all yeah. it all work. Because clearly this dude is from like Earth Two or something. But you know how they trip out still when they see. Yeah, uh, they be tripping out with Harrison Wells, which is Harrison, weird to me yeah. because they all know they can't now. Even, like wrap their head around it. Yeah, it's funny because it's like they even know now that's like the Harrison Wells they knew wasn't even the real Harrison Wells. It was like. It was Reverse Flash that made his face look like Harrison Wells, like, like even like the, the guy you keep mad about. It's like it wasn't even him. Like they killed, he killed that dude. <laughs> yep. But still, like I get it. It just for the, for the drama of the show, it works. It's like, do you watch um I Zombie? Oh hell yeah, that's my favorite that cop show. procedural on television. We should be oh yeah, that, that's a, that's such a fun show too. Like like Tracy and I when we get, we fire up our DVR and we see that's on on it, we skip every other show that's on the DVR just to go to that cuz it's a it's a fun show. It's smart. It's yo know, like it's funny everything with it and when she cooking up the brains and sometimes it looks kind of good you're like fuck <laughs> brains like like when she like did the like the like the uh the, the, the fried shrimp style with the with the brains and i was like oh it looks good but it's brains ew <laughs> and it's funny they're trying to like talk about how to make sex work between like a zombie and a regular person it's just offbeat man yeah, it's, it's funny when she be tripping out when she be like acting like the other person and then she just be bugging and it's just and then, like, her partner, the, the black cop dude, he's just like, what is up with you? He's just yep. like, why are you always changing? It's so good. Like, it is, that was it is most, really well done. The most surprising show that is enough like the comic, but different from the comic in the same way, and it's still, like, like, it's different and it's still dope. Like, yeah. So not the same as that Vertigo comic because I was reading that Vertigo comic. There's yeah, no I've got the first. Uh, I got the first trade. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff isn't in there, but it's still like it's its own thing, but it still it, it, works. Yeah, it's its own thing. It works. It's like now, yeah, I fucks with that show. Like I fucks with that show heavy. Like I like that show. Um, well, Game of Thrones. I mean, how can we not talk about that for a second? Yo, but the thing of it is, this was the weakest season. It was, I would say, harder in between weeks on the season. Because you had, like, a couple episodes where you knew they weren't sinking the budget into it, and they were just trying to kind of lead you a little somewhere. It just wasn't. It was episodes where just stuff didn't make sense, but then... Then the... I, the, yeah. the um, Hard Home. Miss King. Yeah. yeah. Episode. Thriller Night. That's what I call it. Thriller <laughs> Yeah, I learned a lot in such a short amount of time. Everything that's fucking fine, I go to dang mine. Met you when I was like maybe 15 years old, and you just act a little older. Plus, I heard you came from Arizona, and that was due, so I was popping up at house parties, riding fucking dirty with the older niggas riding for me. And they just told me how the game works. I said, fuck it, I'ma put the rock and buy you a lot of dumb shit, but fuck it. Was my initial thought when I had met you. I was sitting in the bleachers when your girls approached me, and they threw away your number like it wasn't taking us something. I told them, baby, I'm nothing, say why you wanna choose me. They giggle and walked away. 
I pray to God, it felt so right, I never knew the devil fucking with this night. So if you ever try to blame it on me, no, I blame it on my dick, no, I'm sick, yeah, I run through your clip. Yeah. You pissed on trip, I'ma have to bust you on your lips. And the whips, better have a whole lot of chips, cause I ain't for no new be giving tips. Run through your clip, you pissed on trip, I'ma have to bust you on your lips. Like, you can play that whole episode with just Thriller just all loose. Like, Fargo. Like, Thriller Night, dog. Like, like it's seriously like, oh, shit, Thriller's happening. Like, when all them zombie dudes come running through it and attacking the door and they spill all in it, and it's just like, and yo, when like, like when I wrote my post, like, with he's doing the come at me, bro. When John takes the sword out and fights the white, like, the bass sword, like, his Legend of Zelda, and then the white's like, oh, shit, he blocked my shit, and then he just kills him, like, oh. Yeah, Trace and I were on the couch, we're like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, when he walks up, and the dude's just like, he raises the dead on him, and John throws on the boat, just like, Oh man! Oh yeah! I guess they have spoilers for people who were like this far behind, and we're like three months away from like a new season of fucking Game of Thrones. But but yeah, man. I guess when, you gotta know though, going into talking about a year in review, like 2015, that we're gonna be you gotta talk spoilers. about yeah, you gotta talk about Game of Thrones, even if the season wasn't hot. But also that shit with the dragon, with Khaleesi with the when she was yeah, like, you can tell which episodes they sunk the. The budget into it because you were like, yeah, that was awesome. Yo, and Tyrion was dead. It was you starting to wreck, and then like, yo, the dragon came and saved her and just carried her away. I was like, yo, this shit's hard. I can't wait to see what happens with this shit right here. <laughs> like, like, yo, these like two episodes was fire. Like, in the whole season, two episodes was like pure heat. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like there's some parts of the season like. Yeah, girl, they played out, blah, they blah. That was mad weak. Like, the Sand Snakes was mad weak. Like, that's like, yo, it was a lot of stuff I wasn't fucking with. But, like, yo, when April come, probably will come on my birthday weekend. When that joint come back. Winter's coming. Yo. Yo, we get Brand back. He look a little bit older. He talking to trees and shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to fuck with it. I'm going to fuck with it. I'm all about it. I'm about that shit. That's my ass, my shit. Like, what else? I watch a lot of TV. I know I watch more TV. I know. I, I looked at your, um, the, the, uh, your blog posts. Yeah. And you had some good stuff on You had a lot of stuff on there I hadn't even watched. Like, I, I'm still behind on Mad Men, but I, I understand that was a great wrap-up. That's my shit. That's um, my life. I'm sad. Every time I think about it, not coming on no more. Steven Universe. I mean, we both watched that. That cartoon, that's awesome. Rowan loves that. So good. It really is. It's birthday week, too, so they got new episodes on all week. Dad, that's what I saw was trending on Twitter, which yeah. I was actually kind of surprised about. Because yeah, it got some shit happening. Like, they, they, it went yesterday, like, some some origins. You find out some, some secrets. Like, some stuff is popping off. Oh, so. snap. Well, I got, a, I got it on the DVR, so I need to catch up on that. But yeah, that's yeah. A, that was a good one this year. Oh, um, what are some of the other ones? You had Narcos on there. I need to catch up on that. Yo, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. I, you know what? I That is one I missed, and I'm going to have to. Yo, people were saying, like, you should watch Mr. Robot. I was like, really? It's on USA, though, and I don't really fuck with USA like that. Mm-hmm. And then I, I watched I, it. I was talking about that one. I, I, like, I missed the bus, so I'm going to have to try to find that. Um. Let's see. Like Jane the Virgin, because you know CW, CW. I'm watching CW back like I'm 22 CW's again. CW's killing it, man. They're making some good shows. Like they got like they got like four or five shows. They about to come out with that Legends of Tomorrow. I'm about to like 
almost every day of the week except for Friday, I won't be watching the CW. I mean, I'm a sucker for Arrow, too. I love Arrow. I'm not so. even mad at Arrow. It's just like... Like there, I, there's I'm, a lot of content. I mean, there's with they're like five, six seasons deep now. Yeah, it's just like there's enough arrows. There's a lot of content. Like it took a, it, actually Tracy and I. It took us a while to get caught up on on that show because we were already like two seasons behind. And yeah. you know, CW doesn't play. They make like twenty three episode seasons. They be yeah, so in. that's a lot of content. Like they, yeah, they only got like yeah, they clearly they're like almost like a hundred episodes already of that show. Like, mm-hmm. and I also remember when they first announced like they're doing a Green Arrow show. It was like it was like three or four years ago. Like, and they already that far in. It's just like whatever. Like I know enough. Like he, like I know enough about Green Arrow, the character. That like I get it. Like yeah, he was on the island. He trained. He got back. He wanted to fix the city. Like Rashad Ghoul's in it. All right, yeah, whatever, you, whatever. it's it's the basic. Right. I mean, it's just it's the the fight scenes are really well done. Stephen Amell's awesome. He's, I like him now. That's His star is kind of blowing up now because he's going to be Casey Jones in the new Turtles movie. Which I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of hyped for. Like I, I didn't like the like, last one, but I, I'm I'm just going to be honest. I feel like uh, WB kind of s the bed on not integrating Arrow, the CW Arrow and Flash into their movie franchises. I don't. I don't follow the whole belief that TV characters can't make the big screen because if that's not the case, then why is Stephen Amell Casey Jones now? I don't see. My thing is this: is it's like, I mean, Superman came from TV. He got known because of the Tudors. Well, yeah, but to, I guess for me, it's just like this: like. Marvel works because everything's connected in this one universe. DC works because they have infinite, infinite Earths. I don't. I, they can have eight flashes. They can have a web series flash. They can have cartoon flash. They can have my TV flash, and they can have movie flash. And then they can all coexist, and they could possibly even meet all together because they got infinite Earths. It's like That's I don't need. Them, I don't need. Them I just to think be it would. I just think it would have been cool because I think that the the popularity of Flash and Arrow is super high. I think that's the that's the beauty is that they can still do it because if your whole second season of Flash is like, yo, there's a whole other Earth with other people just like us in it. Yeah, that's like, true. Just because it's not in it and you don't have to like like you know quote unquote like Ages of Shield and like the Marvel movies where like stuff actually happens back and kind of back and forth, but more or less like the movies directly affect that. It's just like. The Flash show and the Arrow show and Legends Tomorrow and probably whatever other show they add onto it can all do their thing and then like these movies will come out and they can all do their thing and you never know they can all get popular enough and they'll be like Crisis on Even the Earth the multi <laughs> like platform event where you're watching on your phone and you're on TV and you're on cable and you're in the theater and like oh shit Barry from the TV show is running with Steve like Cavell Superman and they got like oh no the anti-monitor and shit like you never know that could all happen <laughs> like and like oh Supergirl from CBS is coming over and there's like oh Arrow they gotta fight the, the freaking pariahs and shit and it's just like oh man this shit is on every network and every TV show and my phone and everything at the same time oh my god it's overload and then we all like we all like fall out because it's too much yeah we all spaz about because we can't handle the awesome <laughs> like it's too much I can't keep track I can't handle the continuity yeah that's what I have it like well, speak, well, I know you don't mess with Marvel right now, but I will say um, 
Daredevil and Jessica Jones were fantastic. People really enjoyed them. I so. mean, they were really good. I mean, I Tracy wouldn't watch Daredevil with me, right? <laughs> she was like, she was like, nope, not happening. <laughs> but like, then she watched out. Jessica Jones with me, and she was like, yo, this show is awesome. And they tied, uh, I'm not going to, you know, I won't get into spoilers or anything, but they tied in some characters from Daredevil. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, did you know this character is also in Daredevil? And after Jessica Jones over, she was like, can we watch Daredevil? And he was like, like yeah, yep. we can. <laughs> already seen it once, but I'll watch it again. So we got to watch it before March, before that new season come out. <laughs> yep. So we watched it, and she loved it, so... That's what's up. <laughs> oh, so I have to see it twice. I know people seem to like it. Like it's you know, man, bully for them. Good for Netflix for having some some genre action shows. It's not like I think it for a certain part for a while, like Netflix shows to me were like it's either this quirky dramedy like Orange is the New Black. Or, oh, this is I'll tell you what, Jay. This is this is grown superhero show. Yeah, it's like action show. This so isn't like, like CW um, superhero. This is like grown people. Like you can't let your kids watch this. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, I wonder how this all relates though with the movies in the end. Like if it's that grown and the movies are never that. Well, there. You know, I think they're having problems figuring out how to integrate the Netflix characters into their into the Infinity storyline they're trying to work up. I just saw an article recently saying how they don't really know if it's going to end up working out, so who knows, but they're I mean they're building a nice little mini franchise on Netflix where they're going to have, you know, it looks like they might at some point have Punisher popping off on it, and yeah, you know, he's going to be popular, instantly popular. It doesn't, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. They just announced him. It's like, oh, Punisher's coming out. Yep, and they're going to have Iron Fist, and you know, Luke Cage is getting his own joint. So, I think it's it's really cool. I dig it a lot, and the, and the dude that they um they got to play Luke Cage, I don't know the actor's name offhand, but he was really good. Oh yeah, that guy who's in that Halo series. But yeah, he's, yeah. He, you know they 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 shooting his show right now. They shooting Luke Cage. Yeah, right now. yep. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they just announced that um, the dude who played Firestorm and Flash is gonna come back as like Deathstorm, and that means it's like yeah, spoilers, people like. That means that, like, Ronnie Raymond's dead, but I just didn't think he died. I just thought he, like, got blown away and, like, flew into Earth 2 and they were just going to find him again. Mm-hmm. That kind of blows me. That kind of makes me sad. Because I, like, I thought it'd be cool, like, if you could have it, like, where, like, you could have both firestorms. Like, oh, no, like, like the black kid is, like, not here right now. So the old professor dudes go, like, oh, there's Ronnie. Then you're going to team up be regular. Oh, like, old school firestorms for a second. <laughs> And then, like, maybe those two could come together and become, like, the Fury of Firestorm and, like, beast mode on stuff and, like, beat the shit out of Zoom real quick. But it's, like, too unstable and they got to split. Like, oh, it's too powerful. Like, I like it. I, I, you, I don't even know why you're airing this out right now. Yeah. Oh, you be keeping that locked up. Yeah. Oh, you got to love it. Oh, you got Oh, you got to love it. I heard what's circulating. Let's get to the bottom of it. I told one to send me something and I got it covered. Somehow I always rise above it Why you think I got my head in the clouds on my last album cover? 
The game is all mine and I'm mighty possessive Little Wayne could not have found him a better successor Every shot you see him taking me, they're all contested Allen Iverson, Shooty, all these niggas all in question Last night I went to sleep wanting more Trying to decide what direction I should go towards Whatever, man. Some nights I wish iron. I could go back in life like, Not to change shit, just, just to feel a couple it, things it twice me. Like, I, know, I know it's me because I recorded it and it's in the internet So be like, ah, on this date when I put this out <laughs> I know you stole this shit, ha <laughs> Yeah, but we tried doing that with Marvel and nobody's hearing us, so yeah, because they he had care. like one blog in Denmark pick it up or something. It was like Germany. Yeah, shout out to Germany. <laughs> they kept to, it real. They kept it one hundred. Yeah, everybody else forgot us. That's they all right. Talking Five, about race, zero people. I guess they're talking about race. They just like they made it a race issue, and then the end is like, yeah, it's cool and all, but like, yo. Yeah, they bit my beat. They bit my flow, son. <laughs> no, actually, this is a good transition, just bringing that up real quick, is that, uh, you know, with everything that happened with Marvel in 2015 and how they, I mean, let's just say it. I mean, it seems like they bit our idea of what we were doing with long boxes and yeah. what Kenny was doing with his joints and – you know, it really kind of bummed us out. We kind of put a – we've kind of been on a hiatus, I guess you would say, for long boxes because, you know, really kind of uh, threw a you – know, I, I don't even know really what to, to say about it. It just really bummed us out, I guess, in general is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, I would message you – and I would say, oh, I got this great idea for the new Drake Future album. You would throw ideas back at me. And we'd be like, at the end of the day, we would just say, oh, that's, you know, why put something out there that's just going to get bit in the end? So, yeah, like, it's just like, it took it took all the fun out of it. Really yeah, did. but I think it, it, where we're coming at now in 2016, you and I have been talking. We've been getting re-energized with our own personal things we've been doing. Like you've been putting together Ants, the 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 collected edition, and, and working on some of your own ideas. And I've been trying to fire Panda Force back up, and that kind of brings us to, I guess, what we can announce is that you know Julian and I are hitting the road and. 2016 and come to see y'all at cons and try to hit as many as we can on the east coast here and kind of do a, a little mini long boxes on 22s tour yeah yeah so people listening if you want to wonder like if you can see us and see me and talk about the show or support our efforts and just you know chop it up or whatever we got like a couple spots that we we know we're going to try to hit up. We're going to do awesome kind of DC. We're going to sh- we're going to uh, we're going to do heroes. We're going to shoot for heroes. We heard good things about this show. All these people out here be talking about how dope heroes is. We gonna try to make it out to North Kakalaka. You know, dab on them in the in the convention center real quick. Dab on them. And, um, <laughs> And we're going to try to hit up Otakon. Cam Newton really brought that out into the public eye, didn't he? Yo, he took it to a whole new level. This is the point, like, yo, like the, the, the kids in Atlanta busted out, and then, like, Cam Newton's like. He just took it and ran with and it. He's like, yo, it's, it's, yo, my man, my man, uh, Rico, the massive colorist of uh, Unbeatable Scroll Girl and, 
and many other fantastic comic books like Howard the Duck and and all these like she works with so many books I can't even keep track. He got that ill blue pink panther, but doing the dab t shirt like. I don't even I don't even rep no football team, but that little blue panther dabbing on him is a hot t shirt. Y'all should look that up, buy that way. That's to the cons. Get him to sign it. Rico Renzi. But um we also gonna hit up Otacon in Baltimore. Small press expo, God willing they let us in. Hopefully I cut some deals or something. They'll be like, Yes, you can pay us money to have a table. And <laughs> Baltimore Comic Con and Hopefully New York Comic Con, because hopefully they like they remember that I was in like all the first eight of them, and they'll be like, of course you can have a table again, Julian. You and your friend Sean should come through. He was with us from the beginning. You can hold It'll us happen. down. It's and gonna happen. Hopefully we're gonna try to maybe hit up Virginia Comic Con later in the year, and maybe Steel City in December, if it's the same time in 2016. But that's 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 the goal. We doing conventions. We're going to probably have some some books of our own personal stuff. Yep. Uh, it's exciting, you know. It's like I think of this this whole Marvel thing actually kind of shine a light on what we should be doing. Yeah. Just, you yeah. know, I mean, as much as doing the, 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 the kind of the pop culture mashup of the comic art with um, the, the album covers, I mean – it was fun, but I mean, we got to get back to basics. So I think that's what we're doing. Give give people some original content. And let's see if we can get some of uh, some of these people who enjoyed those covers. And I need to get out from behind the computer, man. Like when I was putting out Panda Force on the web back in 2009, all the way through to 2012, I, mean, I was just doing everything online. I wasn't hitting the cons, or I wasn't in a position to be hitting cons. So now I'm excited. I'm going to get out there and look forward to meeting y'all and. Yeah, I miss all the people. You guys have shown us on the blog, and it would be nice to put some uh, names to faces. Yeah, we get to actually meet some of y'all. The names I always screw up sayings, but yeah, you guys man. did my point. Yeah, some of y'all gotta meet Sean because y'all know some of y'all people didn't met me. Y'all done seen me. Y'all done heard me shoot fire at people, and also an awesome con. I'm going to apply. I would apply for ignorant bliss panel, and basically, we, I'm just going to do this show in front of people. So, talk about comic books and rap music for like an hour. That's that's what I want to apply. I don't know if they're going to let me do it, but I be think a, it'll happen. Do that. I think it will happen because you know people listen to my show. They talk about it. So, see if they talk about it, come and listen to it in real life. Do a panel unlike any other panel. Shooting, shooting shots. Give me a, like a little sound joint so I can play flex bombs when I say something powerful. Yeah, we need um, need a beatbox. Somebody can do the sound effects. <laughs> Don't let me go hard to try to get a DJ for that shit. Goddamn it. <laughs> well, that'd be that'd be pretty hard. That'd be next level. They wouldn't be ready for that. They'd be like, damn, Julian took it to another level. We all we got all step it up. And they probably start biting me on that shit. They'd be like, see? <laughs> now we got to have a DJ. The ball with a DC or somebody like, nah, we got to have a DJ now. Now we got to have a DJ. Right. 
Well, it's going to be exciting, man. I'm looking forward to it. 2016 should be strong. Should be strong. It's going to be popping off. You know, you're going to have Panaphos books out there. Panaphos, that's right. Yep. Hopefully, we can get, we can get some uh, some ideas for some shirts out there. Maybe one or two of those kinds. You know, and uh, I'll try to have a, a new comic out. Plus, you know, hopefully, I can I can get. Maybe not a full collector ants out by by an awesome con, but maybe like a like a nice little nice little small book, you know, yeah, comic a, book a, style a, con spe- a con special. Yeah, you know, as as I still craft this this tome that will be the actual ants ants collected, which would be like mad hundreds of pages, like mad hundreds of pages. But yeah, yeah, so stay tuned to the blog because we'll keep you all updated with uh, where we're hitting and. Yeah, hey, with dates and, and stuff, and stuff we'll be bringing. Well, hey, man, thanks for uh, having me on tonight. I appreciate it. Man, I'm glad you come on. So, you know, every once in a while we can we can do a... Hash this out. Yeah, long boxes on 22 show, especially since we don't do as many of the covers. They can, they can hear us talk about actual rap music instead of just mashing it up with, uh, with the comic books. Well, I think the first thing people should do... Head over to Spotify and check out our playlist. That's the truth. The link will be all over the stuff. So when it comes out, you can be like, oh, yeah, they got some pretty decent joints. Now, all our joints got Drake in them now. I know that top 10 got heavy Drake, but there's a lot of stuff in the other ones, you know. And, and, hit, us, and hit us up on Twitter, too, and let us know your thoughts and um, if there was a, a track or something we missed, because I'm always, I know Jay and I are always looking to hear new stuff. Yeah, even throwing in the in the ask on the on Tumblr. But yeah, if you want to hit our twitters, go ahead, Sean. Tell them tell them your Twitter handle. It's uh, at Causely Concepts. So yeah, and mine is you know at Julian Lytle. L Y T L E. You can get at us. And yeah, you can even ask on the Tumblr, and you know I'll I'll be more diligent looking at those asks. Some of y'all questions is a lot of like, can y'all draw this, and I just don't answer them. So. <laughs> It's like keeping it a hundred. That that blog wasn't about commissions or requests. It's just like, <laughs> but y'all want to talk about these music tracks? And we like, word, bet, bet, bet. We can we can we can talk about this. We can have a discussion. Keeping it a hundred. All right, my friend. All right, my dude. Enjoy your evening. Yeah. Take care. Peace. What's up, Jay? I got my top 10 for 2015. I've picked 
ten different categories, and then my favorite thing from each one of them. Uh, so my favorite book of 2015, hands down, Mike Tyson's autobiography. Fantastic from cover to cover. Think about your favorite Tyson quote, and then just, when you read it, when you read the things that you know he says in these crazy speeches that he gave, you're like, it, it's even crazier. Uh, incredible. His animated show on Adult Swim, Mike Tyson's Mysteries, is also fantastic. Uh, my favorite comic of 2015, Brian Vaughn, Marcos Martin, Private Eye. Fantastic. Glad to see it's a hardcover. I downloaded all of it when it was a pay-as-you-want thing, which is, I believe, still available. But if you haven't checked it out, you should absolutely check that out. My favorite anime? One Punch Man. I know that you and I have both been fans since the manga. It is great to see it all animated on the big screen like that. It is. It looks gorgeous, and it's nice to see that so many people like it as much as we do. Like it, It's just ah, it's so great. Uh, my favorite movie this year? Truthfully, most of the movies that I wanted to see this year that I was looking forward to, they all open like next week. Uh, I'm really looking forward to The Revenant. Uh, but the best movie that I did see, and I saw it three times, What We Do in Shadows, which just got added to HBO Go hilarious, hilarious vampire mockumentary. It's like a vampire real-world kind of thing with these guys, and they they live, like, in in New Zealand. It's super funny. You don't have to give a shit about vampires like me to think that it's hilarious. Uh, Great stuff. My favorite documentary that I saw, The Search for General So, which was a nice telling of... Asian, specifically Chinese immigration uh, to America and how you get a Chinese restaurant in almost every town you go to and they all have this one dish and it shows you how that dish moves and changes as it goes from region to region. They go back to Taiwan and they find the guy who claims he starred the whole thing and they're showing him pictures of what it looks like in America, and he's just kind of shaking his head and laughing at it. It's super great. Um, So check that one out. My favorite comedy album, Joey Diaz, Savage Dad. I'm a big Joey fan. I like his podcast, The Church of What's Happening Now. Very funny stuff. Uh, My favorite video game, I really only fucked with like one or two video games this year, but uh, the Dragon Ball game that just came out for the DS that is all kind of sprite animated. I forget the name of it. There's so many of them. Um, but it's fantastic. The people that made Blaze Blue made it, and it's it's super fun. Uh, no online, though, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, my favorite Netflix show? Narcos. Uh, not a lot of great dialogue in the beginning, but, like, the plot, like, you couldn't write this stuff. Like, Escobar is the OG. And it finally got me reading that copy of Killing Pablo that I've had, like, sitting on my bookcase for forever. Uh, my favorite TV show this year? I would have said John Oliver until that last season of South Park came out this fall, and that was unbelievable. I feel like we take those guys for granted as a country, and that show, it just keeps getting, it's just so smart and it's so funny. And it's like, 
I, I like that there's just this singular kind of vision of like the two guys that write it. I, I in this age where everything is written by like ten or fifteen different people, I, I like that kind of that that voice. Um, my favorite album. I went and I checked uh, the Spotify records, and it looks like Ghostface Killers collaboration with the Canadian jazz trio of Bad Bad Not Good, the Sour Soul album clocked in at numero uno for me, um, which also got me to thinking how, you know, someone's got to break into that guy's house and get that, that album back, that Woo album, now that that guy's in jail for, I don't know what, securities fraud or whatever, fuck that guy, jacking up AIDS drug prices on people, this is, it's no bueno, all right, man, um, yeah, good 2015, looking forward to 2016. A piece of mind, that's what the Asian said I needed divine. Intervention was his religion, and I was surprised. Him believing in Buddha, me believing in God. Asked me what am I doing, he said, taking my time. Meditation is a must, it don't hurt if you try. See, you're thinking too much, plus you're too full of yourself. Worried about your career, ever think of your health? A piece of land, that's what the Indian said I needed the man. Telling me longevity's in the dirt, buy some property first. Profit a better dollar with generational perks. Equity had its best, really you should invest. These tangible things inspire, don't you expect? Income with so much outcome, and yes, look at my heritage, we bless. A piece of nookie, eh? that's what the black man said I needed to push me to the limit. Satisfy my hunger, do it up for a woman. Head cut to a wall, we like to live in the jungle, like to play in the peach. What you saying to me? He said, homie, come back to reality for a week. Nookie is power, cut on a new chick every night. I wouldn't be prouder, you should allow it. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the best of 2015 episode. Um, coming up soon is... A bunch of episodes about film in 2015 with uh, different guests, maybe multiple episodes. You know, you can follow me on all social, social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook and such, at Julian Lytle. Episode be on Tumblr, SoundCloud, always look for Julian Lytle, last name is spelled L-Y-T-L-E. You want to help the show, try supporting the Teespring, teespring.com slash... Ignorant dash bliss dash t-shirt dash winner because I'll probably change it on once it's the springtime. Shirts are like 15 bucks, good quality, silk screen. Trying to upgrade the equipment. Always give reviews if you were listening to this through iTunes. Um, the link to it has changed. If you have listened to this on other means and you're like, I'm not getting this iTunes anymore, um, all the stuff will be in the show notes or the blog post wherever you see it. And Yo, have a great day. Peace.